This is First Person, a Cahiso Media podcast. Journalist and author Marianne Tam discovers what's really going on behind some very everyday-looking front doors. For more information and to subscribe for free, go to firstpersonpod.com. Ordinary people. Then it's not a, a nice thing to see a child being arrested. Extraordinary. 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 Extraordinary lives. 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 Extraordinary lives. Yes. Very good. Lovely. 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 First. 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 This time, Simpiwe Umkwetana. It's a Saturday morning, and at a stadium just outside Stellenbosch, two football teams, one in red and one in blue, are getting ready to run onto the field. The blues have their name written on the backs of their shirts, Barker Juniors. I don't really know much about football. I need some advice from the focused-looking man in the tracksuit, also blue, standing on the sideline. Who's Barca playing? Barca is playing Kuyasa. Yeah, under eleven. It's a local derby. Yeah, Are they a good team? Are they? They're both very good team. On the field, the blue team is huddled in a circle. Uh, now it's a prayer now, because before the game they do pray also, and then after that he will tell them, guys, you must go all out and win the game for Barca Junior. Ah. So there's a reason he's in blue. He's a Barker man. Now the Reds are on their knees. They also pray. Also. Let's see who God listens to. <laughs> Actually, it's not surprising that this man is rooting for Barker Juniors. It's his team. And they're going to start. Hey, he's going to start. Simpiwe Mugatana, known to everyone as Charlie, wears blue a lot, by the soccer pitch and in his day job, as a sergeant in the police with Kaimandi as his beat. It was here that he got the idea for Barker. I could see that uh, while I'm while I'm working at the same time, seeing these children after school, you find that some of them we have to get them at the, riding the trains from Detroit Street to Lyndok because they didn't have anything to do. And then I, I said to myself, okay, because some of them they do go because the mall is just close by. They do go there and then they look around, look around, get into the shops and then they start taking some stuff, you see, and then at the end they will call you as a police officer. Then it's not a, a nice thing to see a child being arrested. And then I told myself, no, man, it's better if I start uh, with this sort of thing. When we started, we started at the school. There were f- uh, 15 and then I bought them bibs, and then I bought the balls, everybody. Now I can see each and every day the number is increasing, increasing. And then I call a parents meeting, and then I said, okay, now we're going to start a team. It was me and the other policeman also, and then the other policeman also joined. And then we formed a, a committee so that we can form a proper structure so that we register the team. And then there are people also in the community uh, that are helping. When we started, as I said, we were 15 children. Now we have plus minus uh, 90 children. That's a lot of children. 
Demonstrate, demonstrate their best because it's a knockout. If we lose this one, we are out of the tournament. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's quite, that's very early on. Do you do this because somebody did something for you when you were younger? What, what is it about you and the way you are and the way you think and the way you were raised that makes you care? Mm. You see, I think it's within, uh, it's within the family, the way I grew up, mm. because uh, I'm the only son from my father, and then uh, we had uh, four sisters, and then everybody is depending on you, and then you, 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 you must be disciplined, you must know what to do and look after the sisters as well. And then uh, when I grew up, then it developed within myself, that okay, now I must start and then uh, with, the, with, the, with this thing so that uh, I can make difference in the, in the community. I'm not a soccer fan, or at least I didn't think I was. Yes! Yes! Get it away from your goal! Marke, come on! Did you always want to be a policeman? Mm, uh, I wanted to be... Uh, a marketing manager when I grew up and then I finished my standard 10. When I finished then I went to to the Technicon. Then I didn't last at the Technicon because there was no no money to support because my father used to work at a farm and then uh, there was a trouble at home and then I decided, okay, let me leave this so that I can look, uh, look for work so that I can look for my sisters and then my father as well. We probably shouldn't be distracting Charlie as back on the field. Disaster strike. Barker's goalie has deserted his post and he has to make the most of it and go one nil up. But it's young boys, you see. They're still young, they're still learning. And the teams go back into battle. So why Barker? The style of football that we play is ah. more similar to what Barcelona Tell me doing. about what that style is. I know nothing about football <laughs> or any sport. What is the style that, that people like about Barcelona? It's, they call it a tikka It's a passing game. It's okay. a free-flowing okay. passing game. Everybody likes to see when you pass the ball other than, rather than kicking the ball just for us. I see. And then I see. The, the structure, when we train the kids... We train them in a system so that even when they get older, they know what is happening. Charlie's not officially running things today, but he feels the Barca coach needs a bit of advice. Coach, 15 minutes. Coach, the game is only 15 minutes. You must tell them to come out firing and push hard. So how much does this take up of your time? Do you work shifts uh, and then, you know, you've got a wife and children as well? But they understand, my family understand, uh, because I'm working two, two days, then two nights. And then in these two, two days, then I'm not coaching, because I have to work from six till six late. And then the other two, where I work nights, then the children must be here at two o'clock. Then we must finish at five o'clock. Then I go up and change myself and then get to the vehicle to work. Wow. Yeah. 
Most of us are just exhausted by one job. Yeah, it's taking. But if you are passionate with something, then you don't feel that. Yeah, you see, true. because even if even if, if you you said you are tired, the children will come. They were already there at my house. Sometimes they playing on a Saturday. Like if if I'm supposed to work, then they are playing. You can see my heart is there. Mm. You see, we are the defending champion of this cup. We won it last year. Now it seems that we will be out so early. <laughs> when they join, then you can see, and then you look at the background, where is it coming? Especially this one that doesn't have fathers, only grew up with their, with their mothers. And then when you are there, you can see they start enjoying themselves because now you are like a father figure to them. Now when you get there, then uh, they listen to you. But now everybody's, then I say, is is trying by his best. But uh, it's a lot of children. It's under 11. It's under 13. It's under 15. It's under 17. That's where the struggle starting now. Is it from 15? Yes. Then under 17. Yes. Now they are not attending the training the way they're supposed to, because now there is other things now that starting are, to interest yeah. them that are interesting them, and then you, 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 you don't give up. Mm. Yes! Come on, guys! Come on, come on, come on! Come on. Everybody wants to associate himself with Baka Juniors. Because they know that they will win, they will know that they will be taken care of, there will be somebody there. I record every, every parent's details and if they have a, a problem at home, like if they are not behaving well, then I will get a call. This one is not doing this and that. Oh, I know now what to do with him when I get into the field. Okay. Because now he's behaving like this at home, okay now. Like if, if he's, he's not doing it, doing well at school they do tell me okay okay i said to you now you're not gonna play now then you must sit at home try and improve your your, your marks then when you get better then you will come and play for back again and then i can see the difference and the reports that i get from their parents they say okay now uh, the child is behaving and then he's doing well at school I am also doing well. I'm now an expert soccer strategist. You're playing a lot up there. Hey, you better move it down here. That's why now they introduce this, the other two, so that yeah. it's... There we go. There we go. We get, get into this side. Come, guys. Yes, about time. You can stop up there for the first time. Hello, it's Jane, the producer here. I'm usually behind the scenes, but at this point, someone had to carry on doing the interview. You'll hear what I mean. Do you have any trouble getting kids to like come to practice, and if they miss training sessions, is there a consequence to that? Yes, if you miss a training session, then you are not, you're not going to play. We only play those that come to the training session. Yeah. Well done. Good. Because this is discipline. They must know from the early ages how it is done as they grow up. That is why now we're saying, okay, if you, 
if you miss a training session, then unless you've got a good reason, like now you are doing the homework, then the coach will consider you. But if you miss no reporting, then no other way, you are out of the team. Yes. Very good. Lovely. 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 Hello. Oh. I'm back. It seems as if my expert analysis is a bit wide of the mark. Charlie is less impressed with his team's performance. Mm, they're a little bit struggling if you look at the things uh, because uh, the goalkeeper is not confident enough in terms of handling the ball. And then you can see uh, uh, the defense also is not working well with, uh, with the midfield. You see, they are not supporting each other. That's what I'm telling the coach now this afternoon. So it's 1 0. It's one, first half. It's, it's half time now. Half time. Yeah, it's half time. Now for some serious words from the assistant coach. We're being beaten, guys. What we need now is solid finishing. We're only losing 1-0. Please score, guys. I'm begging you. Also, don't just stand and wait for the ball when you are not in possession. You must organize the numbers at the back and work to get it back. You must defend. Lulo, stop this dribbling of and a chance for Charlie to whip them up a bit. Guys, let's be aware of the time. You see now this team Kuyasa is beating us. This means we must now play all our balls up front. The time is 15 minutes per half and this is a knockout tournament. So if you lose here, then you are out of this tournament. So we're going to try and win this, right? Backline, you must always keep the ball up the field from now on. Do we understand each other? And you guys have a chance up front. Kick for the goals. Kick, kick, kick. You want goals. Is that clear? Good. Now let's get onto the field, guys. Let's go. And how does this actually work? Where does he even keep the kit? I keep everything on my car because even where I stay, there is not enough space for them to keep uh, this, this equipment. You've got to wash it in your own washing machine? My own washing machine. I keep it for everybody because if you give it to them, then they will start disappearing slowly, slowly, slowly. Then you must put everything so that you have control of what is happening. There's nothing from the Department of Sport at this level. There's nothing even from from the, from the municipality. Then you must try and organize sponsors so that you get the kits, you get uh, everything, uh, the equipment that you need. But the problem now is the weekend. Transport, transport, transport mm -hmm. is killing. Is killing because. Uh, Transporting children. Look at my car. It's small. I see it. I see it. It's small. Now you must get a, a, a quantum. Then they, they charge. Yeah, they charge yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They charge you. So food and transport and kit. Yeah. Those are the things you need. Yeah. Sadly, this morning, they needed more than that. Yes. 
Now it's 2 0 down, but it's part of the process. You let the goal in and then you get your head down. When they score the goal, then you get disappointed. It's not easy to, to, to come back. Does teach them resilience. They mustn't give up. They mustn't give up. They must try every time. Because if you give up, then nothing will happen. They must learn from the early age. And then we said, okay, now beside this soga, let's try and uh, get other things so that we can uh, take it and they can see what is happening around them, you see, so that uh, they can leave other stuff so that they can see, okay, if you play for Baka, you also have a chance to bring us to explore, to go and, and, and go to the other countries. Yes, other countries. With some sponsorship and a lot of organization, in 2013, he took some of his precious children to watch, what else? Soccer. Where else? Barcelona. But how did they choose the boys? Not the best in terms of playing, but also they must be good at school, they must be well disciplined even within the team. And then we, we, we arrange interviews, everybody went through some questions before he can be selected to, to, to be part of the trip that was going to Barcelona. And have you traveled before? No, it was my first time. <laughs> what did you do? No, no, no. I was very excited. I was really very excited, especially going to, to Barcelona because I like uh, uh, Spain, the way Spanish is, is playing soccer, the way that they do their things. They start from the early ages going up. Yeah. What did you think of Spain? Before I went there, I thought it's another country in Europe, beautiful, with soccer stars, and everything is so nice. But when I got there, it was freezing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the worst thing for yeah. us. It's the kind of cold you've never had before. Yeah, and that is expensive also. Yes, yeah. absolutely freezing. And the four young men that went with you, yeah, what did they think? Oh, they were excited. Even the others now, they still want to go there because for them to be in Spain, it was a great thing. They really enjoyed themselves. Barcelona was playing boss that time. We saw the build-ups from the restaurant, going to the fields. It was a great atmosphere. They really, really enjoyed themselves. I, I still believe if I have a chance and opportunity, then I will take the children there. They are children, they are children uh, that you can see this one. Then you, we try as coaches to talk to him because we could see now what direction is gonna take and try and advise and then also we do go to the to the parents for that one that we notice that this one is trying to tell us uh, uh, you must uh, uh, look after him and then see what is he doing maybe he start uh, smoking or something like that but uh, it's a lot. It's a. It's a lot of. It's a lot of children. In that pool of children, there will be 
some of them that will go the other way. But we're trying, we're trying. But when you start with them when they, when, when they are young, it's, it's better because they listen to you. They look at you as, a, as they are almost. If something goes wrong to them, it's easy for them to come to you and say, okay, this is that and that and that. And that. So you're the father to many try. boys in this, uh, many, many, many boys. Yeah. It's a lot of work, it's a lot of boys, it's a lot of time. How long is he going to do this for? As long as I live. <laughs> I like soccer so much. Uh, uh, I'm hoping in one of these uh, days to have a big team. That would be great. That's my dream. One day, and it will come. I will continue with them because it's better when you start with them when they're still young, like this, so that they understand. Because when you get somebody that doesn't know the culture of the team from outside, it's difficult. But I'm hoping with the under-17 that we have, they're very strong, a very good team. They're coming together from the under-11, then they grew up together. Now they are unbeatable now. We will be call ourselves Baka, Baka FC. Just like that, Baka FC, you see? The team were gutted. Time for another talk. Look at me, guys. I did say this to you before, that we must prepare for losing and we must prepare for winning. Because you know what our opponents, Kuyasa, are capable of. They are very tough, and I told you when playing these guys, we must be extremely focused, and we must make sure we take our scoring opportunities. I don't focus on dribbling, because everyone watching this game can see that you were too focused on dribbling. You should have been focused on the goals. So guys, we out. Not exactly a pep talk. But here, more than anywhere I've been, it really isn't about the victory on the field. It's about much, much more. It's about fun for the boys, giving them that opportunity. It's not always about winning. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And they must understand that as well. As long as they get that opportunity of playing for us, it's all right. Some of them, some of them, they don't have uh, parents, they've got guidance. Then, uh, you see, in Kayamandi, you look after somebody's child, like, uh, like it's your own. It's the way we grew up as, as, as Africans. Yeah, because uh, you can't neglect a child at the end of the day. First Person is a Kahiso Media Podcast. 
For more information and to subscribe for free, go to firstpersonpod.com or find us on iTunes. If you'd like to advertise around the podcast, then email firstperson at kahisomedia.co.za.